Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another great episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I am honored today to have another host with the name Dr. Josh as well, and that's Dr. Josh Wagner. How are you, Dr. Josh? I'm doing well. Thanks for, thanks for having me on, and, and hello to everyone out there listening. Fantastic. Now, you know, his name's, uh, if his name's Josh, he's got to be good. But uh, I, I have heard uh, many things about Dr. Josh Wagner and his incredible system. But can you tell everybody very quickly where you're, where you're calling in from and, uh, and what it is that you do? Yeah. yeah, I'm currently in New York. I, I guess you can't hear the drilling outside, which messes with me every day the past year. <laughs> Are they drilling ice away? That's what I hear. It's freezing cold no, out it's, there. But. It's these crazy expensive townhouses that people there's literally one family on the block who bought two other ones and are renovating them from top to bottom and we're talking about like six floors they're probably 30 million dollars plus each and there's i guess no and there's four of them going on at once on this block and they're like all around my building and it's just yeah it's been it's been tough that's why i uh, i get out of new york city so much you might see me doing videos in miami or up in the country or wherever i may be traveling in the world but it's uh yeah, New York City hasn't been great to me the last year. Nice. Yeah, I always see the pictures of you with a beach in the background. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Miami. Or I'll go into Central Park because at least there's no construction there. Uh, but <laughs> nice. in the winter, it gets a little cold for that. But so outside of where I am, my main focus nowadays is really, really bringing uh, beautiful new patient strategies to chiropractors and not so much the acquisition of new patients, as important as that is, but the process, a an extremely professional, gentle, elegant, and ethical process from the time they see your website to call, calling your front desk to you meeting them for that consult to recommending a course of care that just takes them through this wonderful flow where they're inspired to want to say yes to you, invest in your care, even if it fi- they find out, you know, their deductible is $5,000 or you don't accept their insurance or, you know, most of the stuff that's happening nowadays. Yeah. Well, that's great because, you know, so many people are like, oh, market, market, market. And, you know, you're talking about a service that people only, you know, you're going to fatigue your market very quickly. So I love the fact that you're looking at it and saying, we don't need to increase our front end numbers yet. Let's just make sure that everybody Uh, is satisfied and the people that are walking on in the door aren't walking out just as quickly. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, I'd say in the old model, it used to be, okay, how many people can we get to start lifetime care from their first one, two or three visits? You know, what, what kind of new patient process do we put them through? And uh, that like shot the profession in the foot because a lot of patients got turned off. You know, everyone thinks, oh, if I have to go to a chiropractor, I have to keep going for the rest of my life. And hey, I'm all for continued care, lifetime care, but from a way of communicating it to a patient that makes more sense to them rather than what I call selling the invisible, like, oh, keep coming back for maintenance or wellness or prevention. That makes sense to us, but to patients, especially if they're paying out of pocket, they're buying the invisible. And that's a tough sale rather than having them buy into something next that they want. So I'm all for rather than focusing on the leaky bucket being, oh, how come every patient isn't signing up for 10 years of care? It's 
you know, it's so often that I speak to chiropractors and they're only getting 50 to 75% of their brand new patients starting the care plan. So right there, they're missing out on so much. And those people who don't start, they're never going to come back at a later time. For some reason in the process, they got turned off and they're not only not going to come back, but they're not going to refer. And so having a practice where 95% of the people start doesn't mean they're going to be a, have a patient, uh, an appointment on the books forever, but they're always going to see you as their chiropractor. So they're going to reactivate easier and they're going to refer, even if they don't have an appointment, that creates a practice where you don't need 40 new patients every month, 10, 15, 20 years in practice. And that, that's what excites me. Yeah, because 40 new patients, if 95% of them are taking you up on it, you're going to run out of space pretty quickly, right? It's going to yeah. be a, a load the other way. Yeah, exactly. And there's something you mentioned that it was really nice for me to hear before this recording started. I think you said, you know, when you look at the testimonials of docs that use my program, it seems like everyone's just really happy. You know, there's an aspect of, of course, I want practitioners' numbers to go up. That's a fundamental aspect of business. And all of that. But if you're not happy and inspired and showing up to a practice, you really feel great about being in, man, more money does not make the difference. And, and I'll tell you, just in the last two days, I was on the phone with an, have an open call line with doctors once a week. And one of them said, Josh, I felt more like myself in the past three months of practice than the last 15 years. And, and he started using the, the program three months ago. And that really touched me. And yeah, that's awesome. I mean, la- yeah, what's that? No, I, I just, a lot of times people are so scared for multiple reasons to be authentic, yet that authenticity or, or themselves or whatever it is, whether you got, you know, tattoos and you want to wear earrings and, uh, you know, and a, and a skull cap or you want to wear a shirt tie and a suit because that's what you believe healthcare is all about. When you are authentic, people see it. They love it. The right people love it. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't fit here. And you know what? I bet if I asked you or asked the doctors, they don't really like working with that person because there's something off there. So neither side is really fulfilled. But you're saying you're helping people really get fulfilled in practice uh, with, with the right numbers that support a business too. Well, absolutely. I, you know, this isn't just about go feel good in practice, do whatever you want as your numbers decline. Of course, that wouldn't be sustainable or work. <laughs> but I know personally... I fell in love with chiropractic around 20 years old. I didn't really know anything about it before then, besides that my brother and mother had both been helped from by just conventional issues, back pain. And I didn't understand why the more research I did, the more I saw how beautiful and effective this service we deliver is with no side effects. Why does it have such a low uh, market share in the, in, in the US at least? And why does it have such negative perceptions from the community and, and even my own family? You know, I, I was having my mother every other week saying, well, why don't, why don't you sure you don't want to go to medical school? And it just ate at me. And the more I knew about the, the care and the science and the philosophy, I was like, wait, this is the most humanistic, ethical, beautiful service out there. Why do we have such a bad reputation? And, and then I discovered that, you know, I'm in grad school and I was a practice management junkie and I wanted to have the biggest practice in the world. And I saw what's being taught to chiropractors on how to talk to patients and how to market. And it's, um, and at a certain amount of time, I just couldn't let that go on where really what I delivered to chiropractors started as a passion project of I can't stand being in a community and saying I'm a chiropractor and people like, oh, that's not a real doctor or pretending that their back hurts and be like, oh, can you fix me here? And just not getting the respect we deserve. So, yeah. you, you know, you mentioned a good point about being authentic and to get even, go even deeper in that, 
there's some, let's say, chiropractors that'll take, oh, be honest and be authentic to, from an angle that doesn't help the patient relationship. It may be, see, often as chiropractors, we believe something about chiropractic that patients can't really understand or handle very soon in the relationship. You know, it's too far different from their understanding and ideology from their pediatricians and the commercials and their parents and everything else they've grown up against or with. So a lot of chiropractors said, no, you got to be honest and, you know, shove the green book education down their throat. <laughs> and, the, you know, if they don't understand that they need to be a patient for life and all their family, when, you know, on their second visit, when they came in for a disc injury, then they're wrong and they should be kicked out because they're not referring. So there's an, and that may be a chiropractor's truth. And so what I talk a lot about is kind of a paradox of you could have two opposing views and both of them could go hand in hand, meaning as the chiropractor, you know what's in the patient's best interest is continued care above and beyond whatever symptoms they may have because you know it makes a difference on their nervous system and their expression of life. You know that inherently, but the way you communicate that and take care of patients and talk to them and lead them down this process does not demonstrate that from the beginning. And that's where there's an aspect about being authentic is not about just speaking your truth. It's about being able to communicate in a way that the patient feels respected, that they trust you, that they see you as a leader without being forceful or dominant or aggressive, which is unfortunately a lot of what practice management has taught the profession over the past 30 years. Yeah, but it's like... Uh... <laughs> It's like dealing, it's like anything. Like I want my kid, we just got him a piano for Christmas and I want him to learn piano, but I have to, I have to, I cannot take music and shove it in his face and say, you have to learn this. This is what you will learn. And if you don't think music's important, then you know, you're wrong. Like that doesn't work in any field. And for people to sit there and think that you can appeal to human beings that are going to be paying you money with that over the top approach I guess you could do it. I guess it's worked for people, but man, there are easier ways to do it and yeah. ways that will make you feel like you are developing a relationship. Yeah. And in, on people's deathbed, they never say, I wish I would have charged more money. They say, I, I wish I would have had better relationships. So why not get those with these people that are coming in your office? Yeah. And I will say that model worked years ago when, when it was the Mercedes 80s and everyone had insurance. You could be to that point of saying, this is how it is. It's only going to be this way. And when people don't have to pay, it's a lot easier for them to do stuff they're not really that into because most people don't value their time as much as they should. And if oh, they're not yeah. paying, they'll keep coming in. Of course, chiropractic not only feels good, but it works. So they're getting an in-the-moment and a long-term benefit. And on the whole, most chiropractors are good people. So Patients like the doctor, you know, where most chiropractors just have a, a certain level of personality and energy, unlike, let's say, you know, a podiatrist maybe or whatever. Um, so you got a combination of a nice doctor recommending to keep coming in and they don't have to pay. That was easy. That worked. The economic landscape has changed and keep trying that model. And that's why we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. And that's why there's more, you know, now with social media, there's more negative publicity in the past couple of years than I can remember in the five before it. Yeah. yeah. And, and what are you going to do? You can use the, you know, the social media to, to enhance what you do and what you talk about, or you can use it uh, and you can just kind of take a, take what your, your lumps as far as what is serving up. Because if people find an article that, you know, spoke poorly about chiropractic, 
Facebook will feed them more articles that speak poorly about chiropractic or, or anything, uh, yeah. you know, bad restaurant reviews. It doesn't matter, yeah. but or, that's or, the, you know, like the, the, the reviews of uh, doc's clinic. Like I can't believe I, I, every, every doc I talk to, I look at their Google maps reviews and I can't believe the amount of doctors who don't put energy towards getting their reviews to number one, because it either costs nothing or very little. It stays there forever it's not an ad that once you put it out there, it's only going to have 48 hours of shelf life. It stays there forever. And that's people search that way. You know, if you're not getting a direct referral, people are looking, they want to see your reputation. And Google is unlike, let's say Yelp, more valid and legitimate uh, reviews. And it's, you know, for those of you guys listening, Google yourself from a computer. You don't normally Google yourself and see where you come up on the list and do whatever it takes to get to the top by the end of the month, uh, depending on how how many you need. But it's, small investment for huge returns. Awesome. Well, I, that's, that's a, I like this cause this is transitioning us from the kind of the ethereals, um, you know, feeling good, being authentic is great, but people are like, okay, how do I do that? So right. can you give us a few, maybe three or four tips of, of what you see, um, what you see really affects that willingness for that patient to pay money and enter into this, this relationship with the doctor. So one of yeah. them obviously is this Google thing, like look yourself up and yeah, so, figure, figure out how to get to the top. You know, let's, um, let's start it from like the outside in as if a, a patient has a neck pain and they're, um, they're Googling chiropractor Smithtown, New York. Okay. And, and okay, the first one is, are you showing up on the Google map, at least on the page in the top three? And a lot of people now they'll search because it can be possible where you may only have four reviews and you show up at the top with the orange five stars. And people are going to look, oh, who has the most reviews? So right there, they go there. And here's another little tidbit. A lot of, put your, put your office hours as you're open, like the entire week from as early in the morning, as late as night, because a lot of chiropractors have really funky, weird hours where, you know, you don't work Thursdays, you work a half a day Tuesday. And it's not only confusing for patients, but (laughs) it's not, it's not, if you just work the same hours Monday through Thursday and gave yourself three-day weekends, your quality of practice life and outside life would dramatically enhance. So that's another thing to take. Give yourself three-day weekends, full-time Monday through Thursday. You're not going to jeopardize amount of visits or patient care, and people, people aren't going to be upset you're taking off Fridays. They're going to be happy for you, your patients. And besides, like every office you call, like you don't know, you don't know what the, when the schedule's open or not. You're just hoping to get a slot that works with your schedule and their schedule. Like, right. So that's the thing. So let's say someone's looking on Thursday and you followed the stereotypical practice management from 1982 and you don't work on Thursdays and God forbid you're still working on Saturdays and not with your family or doing what you want to be doing. So someone's on a Thursday and you put on your practice hours for Google maps that you're not open Thursday. They see your list in and it says closed today guaranteed there's less of a chance they're going to call your office asking for an appointment because they're going to expect to get a voicemail. So they're going to go to the next person who has the next highest reviews. So Mm -hmm. even if you're not open, one, you should be having some service that during normal business hours, if not 24-7, is at least answering the call and can book the appointment or get the person's info and say you'll call them back as soon as possible. So that's a little, again, that's this isn't what I do and is more like SEO type stuff, but hey, if you're listening to this, I want to, I want you to know this because the, these are the crumbs. These are the crumbs off your your patient mastery uh, these are, uh, table, uh, these, right? These, this is the point zero 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 one percent of what I give. But like, I'm like, hey, let's take it from that new patient's perspective. They Google your name. What are some of the roadblocks? The next is your website. They go to your website and 
most doctors put more of an emphasis on the services they provide. I just did a video yesterday on Facebook. So it may be, and it, I can't tell you how many times I go to a website and I'm, I'm a chiropractor. I went to four years of grad school and half the services they list, I don't even know what those things do. Like, I don't know what they mean. <laughs> and not only that, but some of them sound crazy and creepy. Like, so let's just take one love, like, like myofascial release. There's pretty much no one out there in the public that really knows what that does. So instead of focusing on all the things you do, especially when they, you know, cold laser, all these things that patients really don't understand. If you do massage, I get it. You do weight loss, that's obvious. But there's enough out there that chiropractors put, patients don't get it. Instead of putting, hey, here are the conditions we do best with. Whether, you know, maybe you're not allowed to write treat or take care of, but you can put the conditions because everyone who's landing on your website, no one is looking for wellness, no one is looking for prevention. Very few people are looking for family health or childhood, you know, chi children's health. They're there because they have the eight most common conditions that your last hundred patients showed up with. And here's a challenge, you know, have your CA go through the last hundred new patient intake forms. And what were the eight most common symptoms, conditions, diagnoses that people came in with? Put those right at the front of your website, drop down menu. Each one has a page that has you know, information on the condition, a picture of it anatomically. You don't have to describe how you solve it or how your care takes it, uh, makes it better. You just have to show them that you understand what they're going through and they see that and they say, oh, I have sciatica, I have headaches. This doctor says he takes care of it. Go click on the link or on the page. Oh, that's exactly what I feel. That is what it looks like. You know, that is what I've tried and what I haven't tried more likely they're going to call you rather than you telling them, like, let's say hypothetically cold laser solved headaches. If you were promoting cold laser, it wouldn't connect with the patient as much. So right there on the, on the website, have yeah, conditions I, you take care of that people are looking for. I love it. I have a friend I graduated with from chiropractic college and he's like uh, the level 10, is it Pettibon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so his website, to your point for a long time said Pettibon class four laser. Now, like, I, I, yeah, does anybody like have any idea what that means in the public? I mean, even half our profession doesn't know what that means. Yeah, and I would think I'm getting like an astronaut certification or something. Like <laughs> right. A, um, yeah. And then he yeah. changed it to exactly what you said. We take care of, you know, and he kind of listed the people he took care of, not conditions like you're saying, but he listed the people and he said, oh man, it was the best move I ever made. It like doubled my new patients because yeah, it was confusing I, I, before. And that's not to say like, hey, if, if you cater towards athletes, you could put them on there. So it doesn't have to be just conditions, but you've got to meet people where they are and what they can understand. And we're talking about on the website here. It translates to your consult, your recommendations. And most chiropractors would dramatically increase their new patient startups and investment if they dropped 95% of their education and explanation of their technique, their Diag uh, not their diagnosis, their exam and everything they found. And not to say what they're saying is wrong or bad. It's just, it's stuff that the, doesn't lead the patient to saying yes and investing. And yeah. again, you, you, most of that stuff, you have to know, you have to own that in your head and your heart. But the moment you try to communicate it to patients, it makes the water muddy and confuses them of what they're there for. And uh, so, my brother worked in Hollywood for quite a few years and they always... On a, on a movie, they'll always say, you can be anything but confusing. You can be exciting. You can be funny. You can be sad. You can be angry, but just not confusing. I like that line. I'm going to use that somewhere. Um, yeah. 
So, okay, then they call, or is there a call to action of why they should call you over the next chiropractor whose website they're looking at? And I see a lot of, you know, new patient special, exclamation mark. And, and you know, if you have an exclamation mark on your website, it, it just reeks of 10 years ago and it's, it's more of a turnoff. And it may even say $79, $19 new patient special. Drop all of that. Give people the opportunity to come in and have a conversation with you, complimentary. And I guarantee when you do the complimentary consult correctly, 99% of those people, even if they expected insurance to pay, and it doesn't, will go from complimentary consult in the same visit and just follow through to a paid exam. So have a call to action on your website that says, call today for a complimentary consult with the doctor. We'll tell you if we can help you. And that's a big word right there. If you're not assuming your cookie cutter, everyone you know, is going to get healed with you. Right. We'll tell you if we can help you. And here's another thing. And if not, we'll tell you who can. So right there, that patient is thinking or that prospective patient is like, wow, I can go and speak to the doctor. They're not guaranteeing that you know, I have to get an exam. And if they think someone else can help me better, they're going to tell me who that is. Now, I know 99.9% .9 of the patients that come into you, you believe your exam can help them and that's fine. But that makes a big difference on a call to action. And the same thing should be said when the person uh, calls in, uh, whether they saw your website or not. You start off, it's a three-step new patient process in the patient's mind. It's a complimentary consult, which is just a conversation with the doctor. If the doctor feels that they're a candidate to get an exam, then they can go forward with a paid exam. And then that's step two, paid exam. Step three is if after the exam, the doctor feels he or she can help you with the goals you're looking to uh, get, mm -hmm. then you can receive care. And we're not saying that's on the same visit or three different visits. We're just giving them a three-step process where they have to prove from step one to two and step two to three that they're a candidate for care. Right there, that causes a lot more patient intrigue and attraction to you with less hoops to jump through and less that they have to uh, pay out of pocket to go down that funnel. And that, that's a very, very powerful way to start the, um, the relationship. I'll be right back with my interview with Dr. Josh Wagner after this. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step -step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit clinicgymhybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's clinicgymhybrid.com. So just so that we're recapping our, our steps here, number one, search out your Google rankings. Number two, clean up your website to talk about conditions, not certifications and alphabet soup after your name. Um, and make it yeah. more about freaking what you can do to help people than all the things you've done. Yeah, like... Let's be honest. That's an ego play, right? Your services mean, what have you studied? What have you learned? And it's all about you. And what you're saying is flip that around. Look at what matters to the patient and talk about that. And then third, offer instead of 
uh, trying to get money out of them right away. You're saying set up, a, give them a free consul- consultation, which is just a, a conversation. That's all it is, right? We're not yeah. doing an exam. We're not putting them on a spinal screener. We're not doing uh, any, any examination. We're just talking about, hey, tell me about your headaches. When do they affect you? Okay. You know, and, and you're saying from there, we're already going to, I think earlier you said, only 75% of people of new patients move forward. Now we're up to in the 90s, 90 something percent here of people moving forward with you, right? Well, absolutely. If, if again, if you do that consult as, as instructed as it can go, there's no reason 95 plus percent of patients won't go forward to the paid exam, even if they had hoped it would have just been an insurance copay. And, you know, maybe your exam is 75, 95, 150, whatever it may be. Even if they were hoping, oh, it's just going to be a $25 copay. When you do the consult well, people will go forward. Yeah, it's, it's funny. And that, that discussion of your, you know, your insurance won't cover it is a whole lot easier after 20 minutes of a relationship sitting eye to eye than it is over the phone. Right? Over the phone, you're going to lose them, guaranteed. Right. Yeah. And, and here's another thing for docs being skeptical. Oh, well, does the doctor have the conversation about the money? No. So when that patient calls in for a first visit, the CA is giving them that step process. We're going to invite you to have a complimentary consult with the doctor. It's a conversation. If the doctor feels he can help you, then you can go forward with an exam on, you know, in the same visit. And maybe the patient knows they have no um, insurance and the, the, the CA tells them what that exam cost is, or maybe they have to verify benefits and they won't know until they get in. But they're told over the phone, complimentary consult, if you choose to go forward, paid exam. So they know, so the doctor at the end of the consult says, ready to go forward with the exam, and they don't have to say how much it costs, they don't have to have the conversation, the patient already knows that, okay, we're transitioning to a paid exam. The patient should get an email between the time they make the appointment and the time they walk in the door, also stating that. And then when they finally come in on their first visit and check in, the CA should remind them again, you're going to start with a complimentary consult with the doctor. If he feels it's worthy of an exam um, and not referring you someplace else, we can go forward on the same visit and it will cost X, whether they knew that or by that time they, they verified the insurance benefits. So just giving you more of the tactical. So, cause a lot of times you'll, you'll hear an idea and then doctors get stuck in their own way of trying to figure out every step to make it, to make it happen. Yeah. Well, this is awesome. So, so that's our three steps so far. And, and, uh, and after that, can we talk a little bit about an area where I, yeah. I'm all about the, the back, the back end of the business, right? Like that's, I'm an advocate of adding a gym to a practice because I think those people are, are getting done with their, they're out of pain and what do we do with them now? And, and that's my model, but what have you really seen affect the long-term relationship? So there's that early block where they're still in pain and you're getting them out and they love you for that. But then I think so many chiropractors drop the ball and just kind of let people fly away like a bird. Uh, What what have you kind of learned there that really cements that lifetime relationship? Yeah. So the the main theme right there, and this ties in with having a gym in your practice. uh, Well, and and, um, I have some questions for you that I'm interested in that model. Yeah, absolutely. the The main thing is always having the focus in your mind and the intention and the theme and the question that you're asking the patient of what are they interested in. So that's a big difference. You find out what they want, what are their goals, what are they interested in, rather than trying to push what you know is good for them. And that's the proverbial, we all know getting adjusted, getting checked is better than not getting adjusted. We all know coming in, uh, regularly, periodically, no matter how you feel is good. Patients don't know that. 
very, very few percent, let's say less than two, ever really evolve to that wellness patient, which we all strive. And then we end up turning 33% of the patients away in the process of getting the 1% to accept our mentality. So it, the, the reason the consult and the initial recommendations work so well is because it flips it. Rather than it being about chiropractic, it's all about the patient and what they want. And then we show them a course of care and a plan of action to get them what they want rather than to get them to become a good chiropractic patient, rather than to convince them that chiropractic is right and it's the answer. So it's subtle, but it's profound. Then as you're going through care, let's say the majority of people get 80% to 100% better and accomplish the goals they set out to accomplish for the reasons they came into you in the first place. A lot of chiropractors at that point then try to convince and educate them that the wellness model, the maintenance model, the prevention model is the next step. And that's, like I said, a very tough sell because you're kind of selling insurance. Like mm -hmm. you're, you're telling them you got to pay for, so something doesn't happen to you. Again, <laughs> prevention, right. wellness. And that's not, you know, people, people, I mean, people now more days than probably ever are just more uh, conscious of where their money's going. And unless it's super entertaining and engaging or in the moment beneficial, they're not spending it on so my, you know, so my nervous system works at full potential, so my immune system is better. But when you start engaging with people and finding out about what's important in their life during your table talk, you'll see what else is important to them. And there's a lot of stuff in people's lives that they had no idea, either your chiropractic care or other things you offer, like a gym or other modalities or other services, can help them in other goals that they didn't originally think you could or they didn't come in for. You know, They came in with their headaches, but now they're talking about performance-based stuff, like their bicycle, their workouts, all that. Well, now, how can you, as a chiropractor, know what you know either show them that your care or the working out and, you know, the gym model, the nutrition, anything else you provide can help them get to their goals that they couldn't have pieced the puzzle together on their own. But by you finding out what's important in their life, you show them, by the way, did you know this, you know, what we offer here can help you get that, whether it's better posture, better sleep, more energy, more confidence, losing 15 pounds, you know, being able to bike more on the weekends. So the more you find out about their life, the more you can show them, hey, this is also what will benefit you in the moment, make an immediate palpable difference that they can see and they're not paying you for the invisible. Yeah, I, you know, a, a, a real life example I had of that was we had a woman coming in, low back pain. It was just a classic low back pain. She wasn't in great shape and, uh, and, we treat her for two weeks and then she doesn't show up and I don't know what's going on. She comes in the office. She's not scheduled, comes in the office like three weeks after her last appointment. And, uh, you know, my, my administrative said, Hey, come up to the front. There's a, there's one of our patients up there. So I walk up and I'm walking towards her and she has this huge smile on her face and she just, you know, lunges forward and gives me a huge hug. And I'm like, uh, okay, thank you. And, uh, you know, obviously she's excited. She's like, you're not going to believe it. I took my grandkids to Disneyland and it's the first time in 15 years I've been able to walk around the entire park with them the whole time. And yeah. we went on the rides, we did this and I wasn't, I wasn't once thinking about my back and not doing anything with them. So thank you. You know, this, this memory will last a lifetime for me. And that, that was her motivator. She wasn't a pain at a, you know, it wasn't a pain scale thing. It wasn't a, anything right. that we could measure. It was, can I be the grandmother to my 
grandkids I want to be. And if, if I spoke to that, if I would have known that, <laughs> it becomes very easy to get her to do whatever we need her to do. Yeah. And, and for those docs listening, so it's a beautiful story and illustrates this impeccably. Let's say months ago, she's a patient and she's coming in because of her, whatever she came in for. And you're asking her about what's important in her life. And, and you don't have to ask it as textbook as that. It could be at the beginning of the week, you know, what was the best part of your weekend? End of the week, what are you most looking forward to? And you can guarantee she's going to start bringing up her grandchildren. They're visiting. Oh, you know, I, some, they're gonna, she's going to bring it up. And you start finding out that that's a huge, important part of her life. And you start asking about when she, what does she do with them and all that. It's going to come out that there's something in the way that she wishes she could have take, take them to Disney World. She wishes she could play with them more. And when you start finding out what's missing in people's lives that they care about, that's where you show them, well, did you know we do this? Did you know we offer this? And that can get that back. And if you just listen to that last 30 seconds, what I said, and made that a main focus of you and your staff, you would see a tremendous shift in your practice relationships and revenue. Yeah. And you know, going back to the very first point we covered the authenticity, when you get into patient conversations with somebody and they're close to what really matters, it feels so much better to have that conversation rather than the superficial crap that most people talk about all day. It feels good as the doctor as well not just that Absolutely. patient. Yeah. And, and that's probably why everybody on your videos looks so fulfilled and so happy is they're getting down to that and dealing with what the real reasons people want to connect with another human being or the real reason that one human being is reaching out to another one for help because they have those, those emotions tied to it. And when you, when you help them along that path, man, there's nothing better. You know? Yeah. You know, it's instead of, oh, you got to do more screenings every month to get new patients. It's like, no, like you can, practice can get easier and you'll get more patients and see, you know, see more revenue. It's not how yeah. much, much more can you grind it out and be disciplined and tough it out. Uh, it makes all the difference. It kind of defies gravity there. You're going to feel better about yourself, make more money and have more time off, right? Like it's like, exactly. eh, this doesn't sound like it can be true, but your system helps that be true, right? Exactly. So, oh, back to the, the gym yeah. aspect. What the question I asked you before that I said, Hey, you know what, let's wait till we do the recording. Yeah. So, because I'm sure other doctors who are listening have the same question of, I'm thinking the stereotypical chiropractic practice may have an extra room, but for the most part, how do, how do doctors incorporate the gym service into their practice? Yeah, it's a great on question. A, yeah, physical, logistical level. Yeah, and, and we could, we've seen it start with as little as like 150 square feet is really pushing it, but 200 to 300 square feet. So if you have an extra, an extra room or, um, or you can move some things around, that's really what the space that you need to start. But the cornerstone to what I'm talking about is you find that CA and we're going to change that CA from somebody that's just, you know, maybe helping with hot packs and, and the, the VibraCuster and things like that. And we're going to train them to do some exercise and some rehab. So they're taking that person from, you're treating them and then they're transitioning into rehab and then you're going to offer them exercise long-term. And on a micro level, it's, it's really person-dependent. You're going to hire that CA trainer that's going to take on that role. But at a macro level, our goal is to help clinicians double their income without working more hours, which is a huge, that's a, that's a huge uh, uh, challenge. But what it means is there's no option but to delegate things. And so when you have that person that's very trained on how to work with people and you start delegating to that trainer, 
you, 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 you let them handle the tail end of, of care. I'm kind of doing that in air quotes, you know, the, Hey, you need to have, you need to learn some soft tissue strategies here. You here's some stretches that'll work for you. Well, that's not doctor level stuff. I mean, you went to four years of school, so why not use your skills for the very difficult to solve things and, and the red flags and the nerve issues and things like that. And so you're focusing on that top end. You're empowering them as an employer and as a, as a, a team member to elevate their game. And then your patients feel like there's two now great relationships. It goes on in another room in your clinic. So you have this other revenue stream. And then when you're ready and you have that system, so you have uh, Dr. Wagner's great system of bringing people in, you have a steady stream of people coming in the door, you can scale because now you have this other service you can offer that you can do in more space. And our goal is that it's small group training. So one coach to four people, that, that really requires about 400 square feet, but you can start doing one-on-ones. And again, it, it comes back to delegation and, you know, like you've okay. got to start delegating, but you can do it. Like yeah. a lot of people have started with one room in their clinic. Okay, so that was my question because I'm thinking a stereotypical chiropractic practice in like a strip mall setting where you can't go left or right, you can't, you know, you can't expand and, you, you know, you don't have wasted space. It, it could start mm-hmm. with one room that gets transformed into one-on-one trainer with patients. Right. That's, and that's if, the way to start. Okay. Yeah, and if, you know, the, like I said, I'm all about the back-end play. So if, if let's just say that if every patient that walked in your front door, and I, I don't know your patients or your um your private clients numbers, but if, if we used a thousand dollars as a, as a patient average, just for a number to stick here, like a like new patient investment average. Yep. So a thousand bucks and that lasts, I don't know, two months. I'm just throwing numbers out there. So that, that lasts two months, you have that thousand dollars. Well, you have a lot of people that are like, that need some confidence and need some leadership at the end of their acute care so you and I practice a little different, but I think that we can tie this back the same. So at the end of that acute care, they're like, well, what do I do now? And it's like, well, you should exercise. And I think every chiropractor on earth believes their people should exercise, right? Like yeah. it's just, you, you get better patients that way and they're better. Uh, somebody in shape is always easier to work with. So we want to transfer them to that. Now, if you have that small group model, so this is a larger square footage thing, we want to see average cost of that monthly to be between 200 and 300 bucks a month. This is high level service. This is, um, like having Very, your own trainer, kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. it's personal training in a group setting. But you have somebody that's very skilled in going, okay, Josh, um, I know you came in for your low back. So our trainer here, Matt, is going to work with you. And we're going to work to make sure that your low back pain doesn't come back. So every workout will be tailored around that. And there may be exercise we modify for you in every workout. So you feel confident that these people know what the heck they're talking about. And then the chiropractor is training that coach or trainer what to look out for? What are some, you know, what are some uh, not so great positions for this person or what, are, what should we avoid? So there's this kind of feeling that it's perfectly integrated. And I'm saying 200 to $250 a month. Well, now in the next year, instead of me making $1,000 for that two months, I'm going to make a $250 a month. It would be $3,000, right? Over the, the course yeah. of a year. Yeah. Patients getting great service. You are empowering your employees. You're seeing your best patients because they're coming in all the time for exercise and they feel great. They're, they're awesome people. They're, they're living life. They're doing everything. The other, yeah. So that's the, the basic model, but the other um, kind of key is, well, I mean, that, that, that's really it is that long-term 
plan. And then, uh, you know, $250 a month, just some people are going crazy, but I'm sure in your area there in New York, man, that's nothing, right? That's a, there's gyms there that are charging that per one, one-on-one session, uh, uh in oh, one yeah, day, you know? Yeah. 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 So anyways, I just think it integrates perfectly. And, and you have a lot of people at the, that want to, because they're feeling so good after your care, they're like, Hey, I want to start working out. I want to do this. And I hate seeing them go to like some bad trainer that just exacerbates their condition. Totally understand. So yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, how many years ago did you start doing that for your practice? Yeah. So we, we did that about four years ago. We started, um, it was about a year in development. I graduated about 11 years ago and, uh, yeah, we, we really saw the writing on the wall, went from 1400 square feet to 5,000 and started integrating it into every patient would end with some sort of exercise. And we hope to get about one out of every 10 of them into the, into the gym membership. So not everybody's going to take you up on it, but as you know, like if you yeah, can maximize not. a few people, you're you're in good shape. Yeah, yeah, you're adding stuff that you wouldn't have otherwise, and it's all creating more profits. So right, totally get it. And it is perfectly aligned with what you're already doing. That's the other thing. It's not, you know, it's not uh, one of these crazy uh, products or, or or supplements or something. And it's it's kind of trying to be healthy. I think it yeah. falls perfectly in line with my, most of the chiropractors I know with what they're already doing. So anyways, well, Hey, listen, I know you're busy and you got, uh, we got to wrap this up cause you, you have, uh, you have to get out of the, out of the house to avoid the drilling and go help some people. <laughs> Maybe not in that order, but, uh, where can people get a hold of you or find you so that they can kind of hear more about your system? Yeah, best way is going right to patientmastery.com and right on that website, you don't even have to enter an email address. There is a 15-minute video on, it says, uh, meet Dr. Wagner. It's a 15-minute video on how to start that consult. So I we, I shared people, someone going from website to initial phone call to step in in your office. Now, how you actually communicate with them is going to what really makes the difference. So I share with you how to begin that consult so people feel that trust and respect and leadership and want to tell people about you even before they start getting adjusted or start feeling better. And that's one of the testimonials I love seeing from doctors. It's like, Josh, people are referring just after my exam before they even start getting better. And it's, it, it happens. And it's, it's not hard when you follow this flow. Yeah. I, the only, the only downside to this whole thing is I think the bar is set so low in general for most healthcare practitioners that when you just sit with somebody and have a conversation and show that you care, of course it's going to happen. They're going to refer, they're going to, Hey, can I bring, can I bring my husband to the next visit? Can I bring my kids? You know, do you work with, uh, could you work with my mom or dad? I love those questions because it means you're connecting. So, well, that's, that's great. So when they go to that website, they're not going to see all your certifications. They're actually going to see how you can help. <laughs> yeah, and, and you'll get yeah, you'll get value right there. You know, you'll get more stuff if you put your email address in and you get on my email uh, uh, autoresponder. Follow me on Facebook, Josh Wagner. I do live videos all the time. And uh, you need anything? You could you could figure out how to contact me, send a message, and uh, I will respond. Fantastic. Well, we really appreciate your time today, Josh. Um, And certainly what you're doing for the profession is great. So on behalf of Dr. Josh Wagner, this is Dr. Josh Satterley saying, go out there, maximize your license and live the life you dreamt of. Thank you very much, Josh. I appreciate it. Thank you too, Josh. Thanks for everyone listening. 
Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.